You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash filmschool. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Shot in a fast-paced guerrilla style that is akin to the hustler lifestyle, Prince of Broadway reveals the lives of immigrants in America seeking ideals of family and love while creating their own knockoff of the American dream. With us today is Sean Baker, Prince of Broadway's shooter, director, writer, who is best known for co-creating the cult television show Greg the Bunny. Prince of Broadway will screen at the Los Angeles Film Festival Thursday, June 26th. At 4.30 p.m. at the Landmark in Westwood, Sean Baker, welcome to Film School. Oh, hi. How are you uh, doing? It's great to be on here. Thank All you. Right. How are you doing today? Uh, very good. Very good. We had two nice screenings so far at the festival, and we're, we're very happy with the response. Just nice to be here in L.A. Are we treating you fairly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It was a filmmaker retreat oh, for yeah. the filmmakers. They brought us up to the Skywalker Ranch so you for, get- uh, for a day and a half, two days. And, you know, we all just got to socialize and meet one another, great accommodations, and just, mm-hmm. it was just a great place for filmmakers to talk and about filmmaking. So, did you learn anything new there? Did uh, George Lucas bake muffins, or did... <laughs> <laughs> no, but they do have a great, uh, great catering staff. Oh, really? How much I imagine. So, they spoiled you. Well, yeah, that's nice. Exactly. I know that uh, it, it's a really nice touch. To bring yeah. the filmmakers together at so. a film festival like that. We call that payola, don't we? Well, no, we don't. No? No. All right. No, no, no not that. <laughs> but anyway. I have well, a question about ahead, just the Flatiron Building in New York. You did a great job of capturing that whole area. Had you, have you been planning on making this film there for a long time, or did that location just pop right up? Yeah, I, I've lived in New York now for probably uh, 18 years. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to NYU, and ever since I started my freshman year, I've been living in Manhattan. I really love New York as a backdrop. It's the most energetic city in the world. And I actually just made another film that's in theatrical release right now. It's called Takeout. Uh-huh. I co-directed it with a woman from Taiwan by the name of Xi Qingzhou. And it's about an illegal Chinese immigrant in New York. That process of shooting in on real city streets um, just really sparked my interest. And from that point on, I, I want to shoot like urban social realist type uh-huh. films. I knew that I always was in love with that wholesale district just because it's the most colorful, energetic section of Manhattan. And so I knew that my next film, I wanted to use that as a backdrop. The research began actually uh, years ago, three to four years ago. Mm-hmm. Victoria Tate, who is also an actor in the film, she plays the character of Nadia. Uh, we started doing research in that area, walking from shop to shop, just talking to shop owners talking to the hustlers on the street, trying to figure out where we would go with the story. At first, we thought oh, this might be a film about uh, the rivalry between two shops, two shop owners, almost like a, a smoke. Remember that film? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, something like that. But one day, we came across a shop, and uh, Prince Adu, who became our lead actor, he was sitting in there, and he was, he was working for this one shop. Somebody said, talk to this guy. So uh, Prince actually, within five minutes, he, was, he already told us, oh, I want to act. I've always wanted to act. I feel that the story of a West African immigrant in this area is so vital to bring to the screen because it's never been done, and I can help you bring it to the screen. I, I want to be there and make this with you. Well, 
<laughs> it was right there and then that we were like, oh, my God, we didn't yeah. get that response from anybody else mm-hmm. on Broadway. This guy is the most enthusiastic guy, and, and it was from that point on that we just moved forward and made him the focus. Mm. You know, his name is Prince Adu. He doesn't play Prince in the movie, but his name obviously inspired the title of the film. Oh, right. And did you start working on a script just at, right after you, you had this meeting with uh, Prince Adu, or, or did, were you still doing research into sort of finding other characters like the character of Levon? Most of the shops are owned by and run by uh, Lebanese uh-huh. and some Lebanese Armenians. I actually had Karen Karagulian in mind from the very beginning. He's an incredible undiscovered talent. Yeah. Uh, he he was in a short film that I produced a few years ago that did the film festival circuit called Men in Patience, and then I I put him in in Takeout, and he has a uh, more of a, a you know a minor but substantial role in Takeout. And I knew that I wanted to make him a lead one of these days, and he was ready to go. Actually, there's another character in the film, Muhammad, and he is actually from that area. He's Lebanese, and he owns a shop, and he helped us with the research on that end. And he really worked with Karen Mm -hmm. to try to get the lingo down and show him how a business would be run. The script is wonderful. The way you've gotten into the characters, is it seems completely authentic. And you've talked about uh, Prince, Prince Adu. He's, he's uh, pitching you already on, on being part of the film. So was he pitching pretty much the same way that he, uh, he, tries, he pitches people on the street? <laughs> wow. I, you're right. I guess he, <laughs> he was very charming, I have to say. He's, he's a charming guy, and he, he's a salesman. Yeah. You know, and I think he sold, you're right, he sold himself. Yeah. And, you know, at first, he's the one, basically, if he wasn't as energetic and as enthusiastic and as appealing as a personality as he is, yeah. I, I don't think we would have uh, gone that way. We're making, we actually made one of the hustlers the lead character of the movie. Yeah. 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 The, the, the thing about him, he is a very charming person. This is a, this is a role, this is a character that could easily be seen as uh, just a self-absorbed uh, guy who's out for himself. And, I mean, and there's an element of that in his character. He's certainly out for himself. But he he has a very open kind of personality and openness to him that you're drawn into him. You really can't help but like him, despite what his initial reaction was to having... <laughs> having this event occur mm. in his life. I don't want to be a, a, a spoiler. Should, should we do a, spo- right away. a spoiler no spo- alert here? But nah, this, this not that much of a spoiler the, at the, all. The man uh, who's, who's known as Lucky uh, is visited by a former lover one day and deposited on, his, uh, on him is a two, about a two-year-old child, uh-huh. a son, and is told that this is yours and now you're going to take care of it and how the ramifications of all of that unfold. And the transformation yeah. of Lucky and... This is Aiden Nosi, is it? No, Nasi. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, that's an amazing child. Did Aiden ever cry during this, the making of the film? He just seemed so at ease. Yeah, yeah I, I, I lucked out on yeah. so many levels. Um, he's the most incredibly well-behaved kid ever. <laughs> um, I, we were actually waiting around for him to cry sometimes because we knew we needed at least a couple of crying scenes in the movie. Babies yeah. cry. Yeah. But he was so well-behaved. He bonded very quickly with Prince. Mm-hmm. Prince actually was responsible for helping us find him and his mother, who plays his real mother in the film. Oh, that's yeah. Cat Sanchez is, yeah. is, is his mother. You know, it's just uh, he's just an incredible find. You know, well, the, I, I I love working with him. Well, the reactions. Uh, this is what I was stunned by when I'm watching that. The reactions off for, for off of one another. The child's reactions to the actions of 
lucky are well, so natural. We were laughing about that on set because we were wondering what this small child thought of what was going around, <laughs> going on around him. Yeah. Basically, a bunch of adults were playing all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know how a child absorbs that where he sees basically lines of dialogue being repeated over and over and over again, <laughs> yeah. what he's thinking. It must be surreal for him. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Well, I, These people just can't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, right. there are just many scenes, and I look for this. Uh, as somebody who's seen a few films, I will look into the eyes of a, a non-actor, and a child, particularly a, a child, to see when they're going to look at the camera. They can't, um, I mean, a child doesn't know what, what not to look at. They just naturally will look at something that's being pointed at them. And Never did I see him react to the camera. It was always to Lucky. Well, now, no, is, that, is that uh, creative editing there? Was there a lot of a footage? a little bit shot? of editing, but I also lucked out because I we had a skeleton crew. Yeah. Very small, and I shot it myself. Yeah. So basically, there were some times where I wanted a very long take. I didn't want him to look at the camera, obviously, but I also didn't want him to look around the room because audiences pick that up. Yes. Yeah, you know, they pick up when a dog is scanning the room because there's a crew in there, or right. they pick up when a baby is scanning the room. We basically had about, I think, about two people behind the camera. My sister, who did production is that design. Stephanie? Uh, Stephanie Hughes Baker, yes. yes. And we, uh, we basically hid behind the camera and just, and just stayed there long enough where I think Aiden kind of forgot we were there and was more intrigued by what Prince was doing. So he never looked back over at us. And I got some great shots that way where Aiden was just almost unaware the camera was there. Really uh-huh. nice. We were speaking with Sean Baker, and the film is called Prince of Broadway. It's a featured film, featured narrative film at the Los Angeles Film Festival. It'll be playing Thursday night. Um, Thursday at 4.30. Thursday at, at 4.30. Thir- landmark, at the yeah, Landmark yeah. Theater. Check it out. All of this film uh, has the settings the, the, are so natural. The interaction between the people seems very much... There are times, really, you could mistake this as a documentary. Right. Uh, I, and now, I, I have to ask you, how much of this was scripted? Was there a lot of improvisation? Well, there was improvisation when it came to dialogue, but that was it. I mean, like, in terms of uh, the plot, we had the scenes scripted out. We had, obviously, beginning, middle, and end, and we knew the individual scenes we were shooting for the day, and we even did rehearsals. However, you know, Darren Dean, who is the co-screenwriter and producer on the film, you know, we we, we say to each other all the time, we couldn't have written this dialogue because we're basically, we're not. West African hustlers. So we did what we thought would, you know, if you probably, if you read the original script, it's, it's, you know, there are some times where the dialogue is absolutely ridiculous because, you know, it's coming from the words of, it's coming from the mouths of two guys who born and raised in central New Jersey, you know, yeah. so, um, <laughs> but we, we did enough of a skeleton script where these guys could then adapt yeah. that, yeah. know what we, what, know what we wanted. It was almost like a beat sheet for them. Yeah. They knew the little the sections they had to hit, and then they just turn it into their own words, and it really it was just great. And then and then once we did a few takes, then we would get locked to lines. So it wasn't like the scenes you see in the film are completely improvised. They were actually improvised at one point, but then we fell in love with certain lines, and we'd say, okay, let's keep that, repeat that, right. go with that. So so, it was so polished. So on the fly, essentially, the, the the script evolved in front of you, became very sort of an organic uh, and and evolved to a point where you had a script. Right. You want. No, no. And honestly, I, I love that way of filmmaking. I know it's risky, and I know that some people like to hear that you had control of absolutely everything. But you know what? I, I actually feel differently, and I love films that 
have found themselves. And I love films that are, are found in a way. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously it takes a lot of work to f- try to find this stuff and to mold it. Then also, you know what, the filmmaker can watch it and enjoy it because it's almost fresh to me, right. you know, every time out. Well, well, you, you have to trust, and obviously you did, you trust the people that were in front of the camera. And, yes, and you knew, and I get locking down somebody like uh, Lucky, like Prince Odu, was had to be very key on all this. We, we've been fortunate enough, and a few weeks ago we interviewed Ramin Balrani for his mm. Chop Shop. I don't know yes. if you've seen that. But oh, yeah, I have. This, this sort of neorealism that seems to be coming out of the New York area, for, no, for lack of a better way to put it, is very exciting. It's very good to see yeah, these kind I of films. I think that um, actually Takeout was shot right before or around the same time as Man Push Cart. Mm-hmm. So I really, you know, I feel as if it's, it's really nice to know that there's somebody else in, out there. I haven't met him yet, but we're definitely on the same page. Yeah. And it feels as if, wow, okay, good. Finally, there are young filmmakers out there who, who are influenced by, you know, Cassavetes, who are influenced right. by uh, Dardenne Brothers. And, you know, and it's nice to know that, you know, there are, Amer- I'm sorry, American filmmakers who are, who are looking to shoot American stories. Well, and, that's, and that's a key point, because you're, you're recasting right. our perception of the immigrant experience in America in a way that is much more to the point, much more uh, what's really going on. How tough was this to shoot on the street? Did you just go on the fly in some instances and, and pull out <laughs> your should, should, we, should we be notifying the New York Film Board about some of these? <laughs> some of these? <laughs> With takeout, yeah. Takeout was completely guerrilla. I, I didn't have insurance, didn't uh-huh. have permits. We didn't. But with this film, Prince, you know, we really... We were dealing with a child, number one. So safety had to be the number one issue. And number two, we were dealing with um, a lot of non-professional actors in that area who may have been or may have not have been uh, real hustlers. So we, we had to do it the right way and, get, and have a, higher, a slightly higher budget, and we had to get insurance and permits to shoot. But in keeping with my... Uh, <laughs> regularly we ran out of insurance by the end of the film and actually had to steal <laughs> right. a huge fight scene that takes place in the uh-huh. parking lot we yeah. actually had to steal that with no permits it was very scary yeah yeah well, the whole film though it looks like it was it was shot on the fly though i mean and i make that as a compliment it doesn't look staged it doesn't look no. set up it looks like uh, e- even the, uh, the the scene where prince is just standing out in his own and lucky is getting hassled uh, at one point in oh, time, yeah. yeah, there's there's a, a good, there's a, just a wonderful street feel that that there's a danger there that Prince might wander away. And that there's a ter- there's a terrific scene uh, in in the restaurant <laughs> where where yeah. where Lucky's just run out of you know he just patience, he, patience and and resources. He uh, doesn't know what he's going to do, and he when he walks out of that restaurant and that the waitress walks up and puts the the, the check now down. You're giving the, it away. Now. Oh, I'm you're sorry. I'm away. sorry. I couldn't help myself. I'm yeah. sorry. I shouldn't. I'm, I apologize. But it was such a terrific scene. Yeah. And it was quiet. Uh, those are the kind of scenes that I that really stick with me. And I have to ask you real quick. How yeah. did you get Cat to throw? <laughs> what, how? Oh, she, uh, how? What? Yeah, what, what happened that's there? That's become the running thing in all my films because I'm on my third feature right now. 
So four letter words is a film that's out there on DVD you can, on Vanguard Cinema, uh, and Take Out is out there. And I actually make a, an actor puke in every one of my films <laughs> <laughs> to see if they're dedicated it's, enough. That's yeah, your signature. Uh, you know? And you know, and I was about to say, okay, we're not going to make her really do it, but then she said, no, I'll do it. I'll take the epicac. It's a uh, oh my it's vomit vomit inducing liquid that you can buy at wow. CVS. Yeah, I know. I I know of that. And uh, well, I just looked so real. I thought because you can, you know, sometimes you can tell that they they just put some liquid in and they're they're spewing it out. But this was the retching and the whole nine yards. It was right, right. Well, there. yeah. I mean, you know, we really as filmmakers, Darren and I, we really are striving for. <laughs> truth and reality and and there's no way to fake that no you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I, i'm sorry i got off on that a little bit but no, that, that was it was kind of it was so jarring i'm like my god how did they, they really did that yeah it's pretty crazy well what's so her husband had she she went up and gave a nice sloppy kiss to her husband <laughs> right after <laughs> is that true my goodness <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, that's Good. funny so what's the reaction been now is this uh help me out is this the first film festival you've been at with prince yes, of broadway this is the premiere okay yes. We thought it would be nice to get, bring a New York story to Los Angeles to see how it would play here, because we know that it would appeal to New Yorkers. That was a given. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we wanted to see how it would play outside of New York, and so, I think it gave us a good. So you've got some idea. festivals lined up uh, beyond, or, or yeah, actually, well, we're not any confirmed, but we're looking to roll out quickly to other film festivals. Terrific. I'm hoping that everyone gets an opportunity to see this uh, soon in the theater. Or wherever. Because well, then they can always go down to the L.A. Film Festival right. this right. Thursday, 4.30 at the... Landmark. Landmark in Westwood. And beyond. So we'll... The yeah, best we'll of, be doing a uh, Q&A afterwards. Oh, okay. excellent. All the best. Uh, it's, a, it's a terrific film. It's in the narrative competition, and I'm sure that's uh, hard to hear a fil- to talk as a filmmaker about competition with other filmmakers, but it's in the good L.A. Film Festival. Yeah, good luck to you on this and on all your future projects. Sean Baker, oh. thank you for being here on Film School. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at KUCI.org slash filmschool.